It's our show, Christy. We can do whatever we want. Let's show them how to do life. Oh, boy. Here it comes. It's like pandemonium, Heather. Okay, so I was thinking. She said what? I think I got it figured out. This is how this to do is life. how to do life. <laughs> I was born for this. I was born for this. I have seen the light. Hey, pretties, it's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And here's producer John. To hype the crowd. Just a quick warning. How to do life with Chrissy and Heather contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and other nonsense and whatnot. If you are adverse to any of these ingredients, this show may not be for you. So be sure to talk to your doctor and all your friends about how to do life. Let's get into it. What's up, Heather? Hey, Chrissy. How's it going, man? Friday. Oh, it's Friday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, So, well, I have a lot of things to talk about today, but let's start with a little bit of... uh... Housekeeping. Come back later, please. Housekeeping. Heather, one week ago on the show, we had our friend Chef Justin. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was a good show. It was yes. fun. Um, it was fun to have him on. And he issued a challenge to us. Yes, he did. And he told us to go and cook with our kids. Mm-hmm. But he told us to also find seasonal ingredients and to do all these things. And I uh, I was like, mm, okay, okay, okay. Right? You know? But that um, the day that the show came out was the day that my kids came back to my house. Mm-hmm. Right? And sometimes on days that my kids come back to my house. It's like a big adventure day for us. We're just very happy to Mm -hmm. be together again. And we're usually super motivated and everybody's refreshed and it's really good. And so my kids and I made a menu. We did so many cooking things. Wow. And guess what? I let my kids use knives. And they really like it, and they're really good at it. Like of they're, course they are. They're fine. Like, they're totally they're fine. fine. They're totally fine. They, they, you know, they can cook things, and mm-hmm. it was great. We made steaks. Wow. We made um, new potatoes and corn on the cob, and we made really, really nice salads, and we ripped all the lettuce up ourselves. Justin was talking about, you know, when they rip up their own cilantro and, they, you know, whatever. So we ripped up our own romaine, and we diced our own tomatoes and carrots. And we made our own dressing. Wow. Um, we made pizzas. Um, we bought like Publix dough, like mm-hmm. from the little pizza cabinet up in the bakery, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and we rolled it out and we each made our own. Like we cut it into thirds and we each made our own and we put the toppings on them that mm-hmm. we wanted. And um, it's been really, really fun. It's been really fun. And what I found is that I really like cooking in a community setting yes i don't like to feel like i'm serving someone especially when they're not going to eat it (laughs) that's exactly my life and that's why i don't like it and that's why i really thought that i didn't like any of it it turns into a chore yeah it's a chore but when we are all doing it together um it's it's pretty fun and then we all clean it up together and then Mm -hmm. they eat what they made because they feel like i made this probably i should like it you know what I mean like so it turned out it turned out pretty nice and I don't know if it's gonna last forever but I will say that so far it's really nice I actually ended up texting my sisters and being like you guys I found out that if you cook like in a community like if you all cook together that it's really fun I was like we should do this like next time we're together we should make a big meal like you see Italians on TV (laughs) 
<laughs> like the Olive Garden commercial. And they said they don't want to do this. <laughs> they said, no, we'll just get in fights over how long to cook the noodles or something. And I'm like, well, maybe, you know, but with my kids, it's been very fun. It's been really, really good. It's so funny to me that you were wishy-washy on the challenge and then you did it and it was awesome. I was all into the challenge and I have done no part of the challenge. I want your kids to come over and cook at my house now. Oh my God, please. Um, I got to tell you, so I should have I should have known this community thing about myself before because whenever we do cook, I remember on the show with Justin, I was talking about making a big pan of meatballs and whatever. Mm-hmm. What we do is we have neighborhood kids over. We'll mm. usually have eight or 10 kids in my kitchen and each kid gets a bowl that has meat in it whenever and we put all the breadcrumbs in and we mm-hmm. put all the spices in and then the kids roll them up and then they all the kids all put them on a pan you know and we make you know so usually if I do choose to cook I have done it in the past when other people are around you right. know or when it can become a community event and I didn't realize it just took Justin coming in for me to realize that the community could just be the three of us right. you know yeah. now it'll be interesting to see when my kids go back to their dad if I cook myself anything or if I just eat crackers no you'll just go to the club and get whatever is the special and and I do that yes that is the <laughs> thing that happens I'll go up to my clubhouse and I'll do that but yeah I thought I thought that was pretty fun and that's I wanted a, to follow up great. on that challenge and um I will try to post a few like pictures of some of the the foods that we make. Like it's fun because my kids now have been like, "Can we make Chinese? We should try." Like, and I cook so little, yeah, that they don't know basics about anything. Right? Do you know what I mean? Like they really, truly don't know. Like they know how to make bacon and they know how to make toast. <laughs> like, like bacon in the microwave and toast in the toaster. But so like we've never made rice. So what? yeah, so we're gonna make rice. <laughs> they don't know like they don't know how to make rice at this point so they want to make Chinese so this week rice is upcoming we're really we're really uh, swinging for the fences here I'm inspired now I will try this I will try I will try just have them make a really good salad that was really fun it was really messy like to clean up my kitchen but I made them help with that too I guess because that's part of it oh sure part of the experience yeah my little one will bake he likes to bake um, but we've never made, like, food. Yeah, I recommend it. My my kid, I found out, really likes to, like, wash the vegetables and stuff. Like, he likes the little scrubby thing. Mm-hmm. We have these really cute little scrubby things. See, we got to get our Amazon store. Mm-hmm. we got to get it up. Yeah. It's, it's like a little carrot man oh, with a cute little those. face yeah. and feet. And then his head, like, his hair is, like the right kind of scrubber for mm-hmm. a carrot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then we have one for potatoes, and we have all these little people. And so it makes it really fun. Okay. So, yeah, so that's good. Cool. Yay. Yay. So that's that's our housekeeping update. Let's uh I got I got to I got to jump up for a minute. And here comes the soapbox. So, um Heather, you and I had a planning meeting at the swimming pool the other day. Yeah. It was a wonderful meeting. Um it was our day out in the sun. It was. And as we got um our bags all settled and got our day out in the sun, we sprayed our kids mm-hmm. with their sunscreen. Yeah. And I didn't do a super good job spraying on my sunscreen. I got my my oil on my arms and legs. And I said, you know, I'm usually really, really good about this, but I have a really good base tan now. And I was like, but I'm I'm usually much better because I had melanoma. And you said, I didn't know you had melanoma. And so I thought I would jump up on the soapbox and tell the quick story of when I had melanoma. And um, 
and then make a make a recommendation in a minute here. So when I was 28, mm-hmm. uh, my son was born, and when uh, I had a I had a um, like a home birth situation, you know, mm-hmm. I, I had a midwife, um, and after he was born, about three weeks after that, I started getting really really sick, mm. very sick, and. I thought that it was something to do with the pregnancy or with, you know, right. postpartum, some kind of problem. And I went to my midwife and I walked in and she looked at me and she said, Ooh, I think you, I think it's your gallbladder Ooh. and you need to go to the hospital. And I went to the hospital and I had to have my gallbladder removed and I had pancreatitis and oh like a, a stone was blocking my pancreas. And I was in the hospital for a few days. And long story short, I met my insurance deductible. <laughs> And since I met my insurance deductible. That's such a grown-up story. Yes, it's so grown-up. And here's the adult, you know, here, here's the adult part. So I met my deductible, um, and so I decided that I was going to go do all the healthcare things that, right. you know, a- anything left. Right, And yeah. so I decided to go get a skin check. Um, I hadn't had one in years. I used to do it when I was young. Like, my dad always had, like, things that needed to be, like, you know, shaved off and moles that were suspicious and whatever. And I was like, I'm going to go get a skin check. I haven't had one in years. And um, I went in for the skin check and I said, hey, there's this one on my back. You guys should look at it And because it was just this one little weird one. And um, they were like, hmm, interesting one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, no, is it bad? You know, like, and it was bad. <laughs> it was, like, it wasn't big, but it it was, you know, my dermatologist always tells me um, that what you're looking for is Sesame Street. He says one of these things is not like the others. Right. right? And yeah. it was not like the others. Right. And um, it ended up being a melanoma in situ, which is a melanoma just forming, a melanoma oh. just getting started, not very deep in very many layers of the skin. You know, they were able to take a, take a, like about the size of like a 50 cent piece, mm-hmm. you know, chunk out of my back, you know, and it, it was gross. It was, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. You know, and it left a scar. And I remember the plastic surgeon who did it being like, I'm so sorry. I can't, I, I'm not going to be able to get this out without a scar. And I was like, I'm not going to die at 28. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty cool with I, that. I can you take know? a so scar. Melanoma is one of the most preventable mm-hmm. cancers in terms of its harm that it can do to you. Yeah. Um, so, um, I guess what I'd like to do is... Now here's part of the show where Chrissy and Heather tell us what to do. Well, might I recommend... Might I recommend a skin check? It is summer in Florida. You are probably in the sun. Um, Just go, you know, to your doctor and your dermatologist and just get it checked out, especially if you're a fair person and if you're a moly person. I'm a moly person. I got Mm -hmm. all the the marks all over. Um, Just go get it checked out. And for me, I still do mine every six months. Um, my dermatologist is like, you know, you haven't had a, a follow-up in a number of years, you know, in terms of problems. But, you know, I can get away with checking you every six months. And why would I not, you know? Right. So, so schedule that. It could save your life. Um, it could save your life. I have taken my kids to get their skin checked. But I don't remember the last time that I got a really good check. Yeah. Call your dermatologist. Yeah. I should do that. You should do that. That's my recommendation to everybody today. That's my little PSA soapbox. Might I recommend um, go get your skin checked out. Get your life saved. I will do it. All right. So I got to cook with my kids and get my skin checked. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Today's all about getting your life together, Heather. (sighs) It's all about it. And actually, that's that's not a bad... uh, 
That's not a bad transition into. What did they come up with now? Ew, not that Let's see one. what's in the grab bag. I think I've got it. And the grab bag today isn't so much a topic as a let's work together to get back on track oh. kind of thing. So um, we had that planning meeting over the weekend mm-hmm. that I already alluded to. And we brought with us our matching planners. Yes. I have mine here. The matching planners that I bought us for Christmas mm-hmm. back when 2020 was <laughs> the year that we were going to roar. <laughs> right. It was the year of promise and the year of greatness. Yeah. And when we opened our planners, when we opened our planners, Heather, what did we find? What did we find as we as we opened them? Do you remember the comment that we made? You don't. Well, I remember that it was back on March. Yeah, they were like pretty much set to March, and there was look at all the things written in March. Look at that. I have mine right in front of me, and I'm looking. Oh, look! I turned the page to April, and there's pretty much nothing. Oh, here's a whole week with absolutely not Nothing. one word on it. Yeah, um, yeah. we kind of got away from making plans and goals <laughs> and dreams. <laughs> and that was sad, right? That was sad. I feel like um, I, since like all the COVID stuff started, I haven't been able to write. Mm. I like wasn't reading books. I wasn't sleeping well. I've just been in a real funk. I was thinking about a few new friends in my life that I'm like, they don't really know, like, regular status quo, Chrissy. Like, I've been, mm. like, people think I'm fine. Like, I, I've been fairly fine. But I felt really off track and, like, kind of, like, not very goal-driven. And you probably remember that one week before COVID, I sold my business, mm-hmm. too. So I really, truly had, like, I got nothing to do. Yeah. You know, I got nothing to do. But... After our planning meeting, and maybe after the Chef Justin show, and just within the past several days, I've kind of felt a shift. Yeah. And I think you kind of have, too, because we kind of got into our meeting. And I hope that some of our listeners maybe have felt a shift like that, too. I feel like sometimes when we come into the studio, our mood is simply reflective Mm -hmm. of the collective mood of a lot of the people around us and a lot of the people that we're friendly with. And so I started to think... Gosh, what is it that kind of made this shift? Was it anything specific or, you know, did it just kind of happen? And so I kind of wanted to talk about maybe if maybe it doesn't happen the way that you want it to or maybe some of our friends haven't quite shifted yet. And so I want to talk about ways to get your mojo back, ways to get um, remotivated and back on track if you've been a little bit off. Well, it's interesting that you bring that up because I also, in the beginning stages of COVID, um, really went down. Like I just got into a funk of um, just being discouraged and, you know, just having to kind of reorient myself to what was happening because it was so different from what I had expected to have happen. And I, I think that you and I are probably the same in the sense that I usually get what I expect you know, yeah. like I'm a mm-hmm. I'm a manifester. Mm-hmm. And so like I put it out there and I and it happens like and so with with 2020 just going completely off script, mm-hmm. I had to step back a little bit and and reorient myself to, oh, OK, this is not what I expected. And um, and so that was a little bit weird for at first. But now um, past 
actually within like the past month, maybe, mm-hmm. things have become very clear for me. And I'm feeling more and more um, sense of um, of calm. And I would call it, well, I'd, I'd call it flow. I'd call it relational flow, mm-hmm. which is the circumstances of having the the rate of things coming to you through the universe is equal to your ability to deal with them. Yeah, I get that. I, I like that. Like it's a little bit new agey, hippy dippy, but it makes a certain kind of sense. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's exactly me. A little new agey, hippy dippy, but it <laughs> but makes, makes a certain a amount of sense. of sense. I think that's the definition of Heather. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I feel very clear. I feel very clear and centered right now. I don't know that I like what has become clear, but things have become clear and I'm excited about having that feeling and I feel much more confident about letting some things go mm-hmm. um, that um, that I was hanging on to for a while before. Well, I think that um, it's, I want to explore some ways to kind of get back to productivity if mm-hmm. perhaps we have strayed a little. Um, and since you have a month under your belt of steps that you've taken to get there, that'll help. Um, yeah, so I was curious to know. <laughs> Picking up my Heather phrase. I was curious to know what people are doing to restart their mojo. So I conducted. And now the results of Chrissy's cursory Google search. And the website that I went to, of course, was lifehack.org. Yeah. Why wouldn't I go to lifehack? And Heather, what do you think the number one life hack that came up for secret of... um, Gaining motivation or just general life success. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You're asking me the number one life hack for life success Mm -hmm. over the past couple of months? What do you, well, just try to think about yourself. What do you do when you need, um, when you need to kind of refocus things? What do you do? What did we do at our planning meeting? Remember, we were spinning out of control. We had all the big things. Oh, yeah. We had everything that we were that we were doing. And what did we do? Do you we remember focused. what I did? We focused on? One thing. One observable, achievable goal that we could take a step yeah. forward, right? Mm-hmm. So the life hack says baby steps. Oh, yeah. The word baby steps. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is absolutely the right thing. At that meeting... Remember, we were, you know, we should do this. We should do this. We needed mm-hmm. this. We needed that. Blah, 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 and what are we going to do about this? And how are we going to get in? And and uh, we were kind of spinning out a little. And our kids were running around and they needed juice and whatever. And I was like, we got to pick. Like, mm-hmm. I think originally I said three things, right? Yeah. I was like, these are our top three goals. Yep. And then we sat there and we talked some more. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, this is our one goal. Mm-hmm. This is our one goal. This is the deadline to achieve that goal. Mm-hmm. It's one teeny, 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 tiny thing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So what? tell me a couple of the steps, like, as you were trying to refocus and as you were trying to get things clear, what were a couple things, like, and I assume that it was baby steps, that you focused in on what's going to be my a couple steps forward. What kind of things did you, you know? Okay, well, you're totally getting into my realm right now because oh, I, <laughs> I, I live my life based on, um, a vision that I've created for it, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and I had a 
kind of a cool experience a couple of months ago um, when I found a vision board that I had made a couple of years ago. Oh, how cool. Yeah. And when I looked at it, I realized I almost took a picture and sent it to you. Maybe I did. Because when I looked at the board, I realized I could check off four or five of these things. Oh, I love that. Without even really having done intentional work towards it. Mm -hmm. You know, I I put things out into the universe. I create the, this is the vision that I want for my life. And then I go about achieving it. Yeah, and I think sometimes when we when we do that, when we you know set those intentions, we we are both writers. We probably write them down, mm-hmm. or we make a list, or we make a you know a timeline. I've made I've, I've found old timelines before where I said this is going to happen by this date, you know mm-hmm. whatever. And a lot of them do, and a lot of times, it, for me, and I I think this is where you're headed. You put it aside, like you write it down, you put it in a file folder, you do whatever, and you don't actively think about it. But then when you find it later, the things did kind of go along that time. Like somehow in the back of your mind, you remember, you know, the goals that you set for yourself and when they were supposed to happen. And you're, you're like kind of subconsciously yeah. headed toward them. Mm-hmm. I almost insist. In fact, I, I strongly encourage, which is my version of insisting, that every client that works with me creates a vision, whether mm-hmm. it's for six months, a year, five years, your whole life. You've got to have something that you're working towards. And when I start feeling off guilter, I get that vision out and I ask, is this still relevant? Mm -hmm. Is this still what I want? Is this still what I want? Yeah. And then edit it until it is what I want and then take the baby step. I love that. Mm -hmm. I think that's great. One of the things that the article recommends is looking for mini victories. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I think that, you know. This last week, these last couple shows, like the the cooking thing, the thing that we opened with today was those mini victories, mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, my kid sliced a cucumber, you know, okay, my, my kid, you know, did this thing that we've never done before and we did it together as a family. And once you take that first little step, once you wash that first damn carrot, suddenly you're like, I can do this. Maybe I can make a whole meal. Maybe I could cook again tomorrow. Maybe we can make rice. (laughs) (laughs) You're really living on the edge. I know. Really, really, you know, living on the edge. But it's not about, you know, always, you know, swinging for the biggest part of the most wild dream and, you know, uprooting your life and moving across the country, which honestly is in the back of my mind a lot. Like, Mm -hmm. I should just run. Like, Mm I, I, um might do a show about it at some point i'm definitely writing an article about being a flight risk <laughs> like like a life flight risk i i am i am i'm like you know what i gotta i gotta, I yeah. gotta get out of here i feel you know? yeah. so but instead ya. of that when you feel overwhelmed like that when you feel like i hate this place i hate these people like you know instead be like what is one thing i can do to make today better and easier and more friendly you know and how can i help someone how can i you know it doesn't have to be like and running to a new spot in the country doesn't necessarily take away any of the problems that you ran away from, you know, and not necessarily. So there's that. Um, they, they give some lists of ways to be more organized and I'm going to put a link to this, Okay. but you know, they've got, if you want to be more, you know, if you want to be healthier, here's some things you can do. If you want to be more organized, here's, here's some things you can do. And it's little bitty, bitty things like, Eliminate one pile of paper. <laughs> Start there. Yep. You know, clear off the kitchen counter. 
sort the old mail, mm-hmm. you know, clear out your email inbox. It's recommendations like that. It's those little, little things. Um, we've talked before on the show about that I like to um, always do whatever the task is immediately if it only takes a minute, mm-hmm. you know, and just that lack of procrastination yep. and just some kind of forward motion can just often... rip off the band-aid. Yeah, can often be a baby step to set broader things in motion. Yeah, I like that. I like it. Um, I also posed this question in uh, the For Your Eyes Only. Mm-hmm. And then I started thinking about the For Your Eyes Only and that I think we got to do a better job with this, Heather. Because a lot of times we're putting them up talking about procrastination and whatnot. Um, mine went up Sunday night around, I don't know, five or six probably. Mm-hmm. And um, we record Monday mornings at 1130. And that's not a whole lot of time on people's Sunday nights when they are getting ready for the next week and maybe not engaged in watching a six-minute video of me <laughs> being Yours lovely. Yours is six minutes? No, I don't know. It was probably like <laughs> two or three minutes, but still, you know, like, I don't want to, I don't want to watch me on my Sunday night. I got a lot of other things to do, you know, so I'm going to try to get them up a little earlier. I like them, but the, the thing is, people, the, the little, like, look behind the curtains here is that uh, Heather and I don't always know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> On, like, Friday, we don't always know until Sunday because things happen throughout the weekends and things happen in our lives that shape the lovely show that we bring you. So I really like having the For Your Eyes Only on the weekend because that's usually when I'm really thinking about what I want to bring to the show. And that's when I can let my mind kind of wander a little bit Mm -hmm. and I do more creative thinking. Mm Mm-hmm. Whereas during the week, I'm so operational. Yeah, I mean, and that makes sense. I just don't know if it's the best for getting comments before our shows. Oh, um, yeah. You know? So um, so I would I would like to get them up a little sooner. But since we didn't have a chance to really get to talk about this um, before the show, during the week this week, we'll put up another, another video and we'll put up another couple questions. And I would love for our listeners to tell us the baby steps that they are taking to either get back on track or keep themselves on track, you know, and how they're using those kind of things to refocus. And I mean, that's really all I, all I brought for today. Do you have anything you want to add about, you know, I feel like since you said you've had a whole month of being on track, what, what, tell us, tell us a couple more um, tips. (laughs) Well, staying on track with my goals is pretty much like the core of my business. So it's my favorite thing in the world to do. (laughs) I like, um, I do a, I really, I really like to notice when I feel like I'm off track. And as soon as I notice that feeling, um, I, I go back to the vision and I, and I just check in, you know, does this, is this still relevant? Am I still excited about this? Or does this feel like something that I'm, I'm working towards because I said I would? Or am I still excited? And and then identifying, okay, well, where did I get off track? And, and what's the quickest way back to it? Yeah. And I like to think of life being like a highway. And sometimes... Life is a highway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and like, Sorry. you know, it stretches off. And, you know, sometimes, you know, the goal is to go like straight down the middle, like in your lane. But sometimes you go off to the the one side and sometimes you go off to the other side mm-hmm. and, and that's okay you just have to when you notice that you're over there then you get back in your lane 
Um, also, another way to think about it is like hiking, you know, like there's a trail and you follow the trail, but occasionally you see like a, some plant that you want to go and look at, mm-hmm. or there's a beautiful scenic overlook, or there's an animal to, to go and watch. And so you step off the trail and you go and you look at that thing. And sometimes you just get lost. Sometimes you get lost. Sometimes mm-hmm. you wander away and you have to find your way back. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you just turn around and figure out, okay, so what's the quickest way back? And, yeah. and, and how quickly do I want to get back? Right. Do I want to take the scenic route? Yeah, and I think that that's important. I think it's important that we remind everybody that it's okay if you got off the path. And it's okay if you don't know the first baby step. Like when yeah. I get, like, right, like when everything shifted with selling my business and, you know, and then COVID shut everything down, I'm even still very much like, I don't know what, what my goals are. I don't know what I want. I have a lot of opportunity in a lot of different, like there's a, there's a lot of paths I could choose. Like I'm standing at that spot at the beginning of the hike, you know, where you can go this one that's uh-huh. a, that's an eight mile hike, or you can go this <laughs> one that's 22 miles, or you can just do the little like half a mile loop and, you know, and come right back. And, and I'm standing there still deciding which one to do. Mm-hmm. And that's an okay place to be too, but yeah. it shouldn't paralyze the general aspects of your life, like being able to, you know, um, make a decision to, you know, prepare food for your kids or, you know, <laughs> like, like the, like inability to read a book, you know, like it, it can be as small of a decision as today I'm going to sit and calmly read for 15 minutes. Yeah. Like it, it can be so small. It doesn't have to be your global vision for your mm-hmm. whole life. It doesn't have to be. No. It's just like, like, Oh my gosh! I, you still haven't seen Frozen two, have you? <laughs> no. It's like Anna. I haven't seen Frozen one. Oh, we gotta get you watching Frozen. <laughs> Anna says, "Do the next right thing." Uh huh. And that's all it is. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah. So let's give them a little bit of a. Don't forget your homework. Take a baby step. Mm-hmm. Take a baby step. Just if you are like. I'm off in this one section of my life or in my whole life or, you know, I just need a little bit of motivation to do something a little new or differently. Just take a baby step. Mm -hmm. Find one teeny, teeny, tiny thing that you can do. Do it. And And then repeat. (laughs) (laughs) And remember that you you can also step backwards if you want to. Like if you take a step forward and then you decide maybe I shouldn't have done that, you can go back to the way things were. You can always go back to the way things were. My horoscope this weekend said something like, uh, I said, take a step back and you'll see a wider, a broader ray of um, what normal is. Take another mm-hmm. step back from that and you'll notice that normal isn't even a thing. <laughs> and I'm like, um, I got this one. I, I know that there's no normal. There's no problem there. Yeah. So yeah, so that's so that's it for today. Um, you know, I want everybody to know I kind of got my mojo back a little bit. Woo-hoo. I think we're going to be seeing some new things. I think it's going to be great. Um, and I'm doing it through taking baby steps, and you can do it too. Yay! Until next time. Bye. Don't forget to tell them where to find us. Yeah, tell us what you learned. We're on all the things. For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Like, share, and subscribe. And tell everyone you know. Until next time.